Should I do the intro? No. No, I, I will be doing the intro. Can I actually do it though? No. It's this is Welcome to Big Dad Energy. No, I don't I don't think you I don't Hang think on, I'm have... trying to remember how Joe does it. It's like Welcome to Big Dad Energy. You really had to hit that B real hard, didn't <laughs> That's you? what Joe does. And then what does it say? What does he say after that? I'm your could no, he says that at the end, right? The uh, the eyes See, this is why through you're not, the eyes of this is why you're not allowed to do it. I just had it. It was just in my head. Welcome to Big Dad Energy. I, I tell you what, you're, How about I? I be the host of the podcast. Maybe the guest. Of the podcast. I'm filling in for Joe, so I will. I will <laughs> fill in for Joe today. Well, Hang on, you have to go. Get I'm a- your co dad. Wait, I'm your co host Joe Lopez, and with me is my co dad, as always, Jared Schmansky. Jared, how the heck are you? All right, stop this. So. Are you if you're gonna be Joe? Are you gonna go put on like a backwards hat and a cardigan? A uh, a cardigan. I guess that is a sweater. You're right. Yeah. He's recently been dabbling in flannels. It's like he's kind of you guys have switched styles a little bit. You're dabbling in cardigans, and Joe's wearing flannels and backwards hats or forwards hats. They're backwards. They're backwards. Yeah. Joe and I share everything in our lives. You guys have subsequently become a singular human. It's like when you say, like, best friends start looking like each other. That's what Joe and I do. Best friends. It's not the end. Welcome to Big Dad Energy. Journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Jared Schmansky, and normally with me would be Joe Lopez, but Joe is off doing new dad stuff for the second time. Uh, so with me today is my loving and dear wife, Catherine Schmansky. Katie, how are you? How the heck are you? How the heck are you? I'm doing great. How are you? You know what? I'm good. We're We're currently actually in the middle of mediating between our two pets um, because they do not like each other. and I think they like each other. They're they're getting there. Are you sure? They show their love in different ways. Normally, the dog stays upstairs and the cat stays downstairs. They have their domains. But because we're both downstairs, they both have to be downstairs. So now we're mediating and recording a podcast. Talk talk about being a superhero duo. Also, it's weird recording next to each other because I feel like we're having a conversation, right? I should be looking at you, but at the same time, it's like, I should also just look forward, right? We don't talk enough about how my desk is not set up for two people recording. It's like No, but normally this is like a one-person, well, a two-person podcast, but distanced. That's true. That's true. I have a, I have a corner desk, but it really limits my space, and uh, luckily... It doesn't limit your space. It limits the space for guests. True. It's almost like I set it up that way so people wouldn't bother me. Hmm. Who would do something like hmm. that? Hmm. Hmm. That's a mystery to solve for another day, I guess. That's a mystery for later. <laughs> wow, I'm on a roll tonight. You really are. That's my second TikTok reference of the evening. If we get out of this without Katie going into her own TikTok drama update, then it'll be a miracle. I've been trying to convince Jared and Joe, Joe's much easier to convince than Jared, that the podcast needs a weekly TikTok drama update because if you are on TikTok, I mean, you know, there's always a thing. Like, there's big creators 
and like popular trends like and they just come and go so fast like no bones day remember God, that remember like no bones day like that was like a month ago so or what's that not social media it's like media content it just goes by so fast like it's so fluid like for a while this pug who he was really old and when his owner would go pick him up in the morning he would like flop over and he would call it a no bones day and no bones days equated with bad days if he had bones it would be a good day and they were on like good morning america the today show like the only thing people could talk about for like a week was the pug and then like now have you seen that guy on your tiktok at all in months what are the chances the dog's not here anymore no, no, I that would that would make the timeline see because that would be like out there. But there's so much that happens on TikTok every week. There's a new thing. Obviously, I'm not going to go into it because, I mean, I just did one right there. But every week, I feel like they need to have a TikTok update. So if you guys think that's something you want to hear, hit them up on the social media. Good plug. <laughs> Proud of you. Look at you becoming a professional podcaster. Thanks. Your third episode or whatever this is that you've guessed been a guest on thank you so the reason that uh the lovely joe lopez has been replaced by my lovely wife is because uh well you know joe's uh joe's off doing with the new baby around and everything like that joe's off doing new dad stuff and um he's gonna be a little busy so this week's gonna be a little different we're gonna have this episode coming out on wednesday friday we got a special treat for you our buddies over at the best song ever pod um actually recorded an episode and released it about a new baby playlist and we're going to release that into the feeds um, on Friday. So you'll be able to hear that. Uh, so that'll be great. And for now, we decided, Kitty and I, that we'd hop on. And as you know, or as you should know, Joe and I aren't just podcast buddies. We are very good friends in real life. And uh, we're all very close friends. And we thought, what a good idea to talk about what to do when your friend just has a baby. Yeah, I like don't want Joe and Kayla to listen to this yet, though, because we haven't done it yet. So by the time this comes out on Wednesday, we still may not have done it. So disclaimer. It doesn't have to be right away. No, but you want it to be. I guess it it's people still appreciate stuff, but I feel like the early days, the help is pretty nice. That's a great, great transition. Again, you're becoming a professional podcaster right away. What is the best timing to buy new parents' gifts? Buy new parents' gifts. See, it depends on the gift, Fair. you know. Fair. And new parents do just mean of any child. Yeah, I, I don't want to exclude it. I think new parents in general, I, whether it be, you know. Baby one or baby seven, yeah. baby 12 or 10 if you're those people on TikTok with a $26,000 budget. Up. They make me have nightmares oh, at night. Um, I think... The tricky thing with a lot of this stuff is it's really personal. You know, I feel like a lot of people would have different answers, but in the case of us, it depends on what you're doing. So let's maybe let's reverse and start with the most helpful or the best things to do for new parents. I love it. So let's kick it off. In your opinion, obviously, uh, having professional opinion. your professional opinion, having been a new mom, what are some things that you would have loved to have right after like Ben was born and it could be yeah. anything let's tailor it specifically towards friends I mean I think family and parents yeah. they're, they're all different but I think what would you have loved our friends to do um and if any of our friends are listening and you take this as a personal attack on you it is <laughs> well you and I have preached this multiple times on the podcast 
Um, but definitely the number one thing is hot food, like a hot meal or an oh easy gosh, meal. Yeah. Um, even like Joe and Kayla, when Ben was born, texted us like maybe a week after he was born and was like, hey, did you guys eat dinner yet? We're sending you some pizza. Um, and that was so nice because we had dinner and leftovers for a couple days, hot food we didn't have to cook or anything. Um, one of my friends made us like a bunch of giant casseroles that we could easily heat up in the microwave or the oven. That was super nice. And we tried to be healthy and did like a frozen vegan healthy meal service. And that was not. It sucked. Yeah, that was not nourishing or anything. So like we really counted on our friends to, um, to bring us food. Um, so that was definitely my favorite thing. And also my mom and my sister who have keys to our house. Um, when we were at the hospital, they came and dropped off like a big basket of like new parent essentials. Like there were a ton of snacks in there, water bottles, um, some like baby things, some new mom things like nipple butter and pads and stuff. And my postpartum hormones loved it. I cried. It was so sweet. But just anything, I feel like anything counts, you know, like to know that your friends are thinking about you and want you to feel loved and special mm-hmm. is, it's, it's nice. It's special. But food. Food for sure. I think there's a really good point about anything helps and any little stuff. I think, you know, it, it sounds silly, but we did a little diaper party before. Um, for you. For me, yeah. before Ben. And I was thinking about it afterwards. I don't necessarily think that it has to be in a diaper party setting, but man, sending over some diapers and some wipes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like, congratulate, hey, congratulations, here's a new baby, here's some stuff you might need for them. I think that'd be really cool, too. I, w- yeah. I would not, especially knowing how expensive diapers and wipes are, I would not turn down any and gift. for the of- most part, that's something everyone uses. Mm-hmm. Like, some people cloth diaper, but I'm pretty sure you still use regular wipes if you cloth diapers. Yeah, see, I I think that's a really, really great gift to come out. And obviously food's huge. It, when you're a new parent, the thing you're the lowest on is time. And I don't think as friends you necessarily yeah. can give time, but the things that fill that void like food or, you know, anything like that. And, and we should preface this and say some people are different. Some people do like when you come in and, and yeah. help out or, you know, hold the baby or anything like that. But I think the number one thing. Safe you, to not assume. Agreed. Agreed. Um, that was a big thing too, is like some people want to just do nothing but spend time with your baby because you just went through this huge event, this huge experience, and you just want to spend time with your baby. And the hardest thing to find is time. Yeah. I think that's a really good little caveat, maybe of something not to do. Obviously everyone's different, but for us, something that we found to be true with Ben that I definitely think I will carry through with like subsequent children was that it wasn't necessarily helpful for someone to come hold Ben. You know, we didn't need someone to babysit Ben. We didn't need someone to spend time with Ben. We wanted to spend time with Ben. So we needed someone to do the other stuff. Like with your really close friends or even family, it was really, it would be really nice like to do our grocery shopping, Mm -hmm. like pick up our groceries, even if we order them and pay for them and you just drop them off on our porch. Um, come vacuum our floors, fold their laundry, anything that so that we can spend that like golden time with our baby without worrying about that. Like play with our dog, feed the cat, you know, anything like that. We can't even get out of this without talking about the fact that uh, our friend Elle 
got us oh uh, a lady to come clean our house for an hour. I forgot about that. That was like probably my favorite gift for Ben. I had been telling her how much we were just having a really hard time keeping up with like random housework, you know, scrubbing the shower, cleaning the floors when you have an, a new baby, when you have any kids. It's so kids hard. In general. And she hired us a housekeeper who came in and, you know, got rid of all the dog hair and everything. And that was so amazing. And it took a huge weight off of our shoulders. That was so awesome and so thoughtful. That was really great. Something you said, too, I, I hadn't even thought about. But, yeah, coming to walk a dog. If, if someone you know mm-hmm. had a baby and they have pets, offer to walk their dog. Take them out. Because we love pets. Katie and I are some of the biggest pet people you ever meet. Sure. And the hardest thing to do when you're trying to take care of a human baby is also take care of a pet that's especially needy. Looking at my cat that's sitting right next to me. Well, even with like Joe has an old dog and we had like Lou was old. I mean, Rocky's supposedly old too, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but Lou was old. She didn't necessarily need a walk, but she was used to being like the center of attention. And then Ben came and we're with him 24 hours, you know, like his dinner comes first. His diaper change comes before she needs to go out. You know, it would be nice just to have someone to give her like 20 minutes of undivided attention so that I didn't feel guilty about that. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. It's a, uh, yeah, it keeps going back to, to just time. The best ways that you can give time back to the new parents so they can hang out with their baby. Definitely. And anything, like really anything that shows that you're being thought of. You know, like I was thinking when we were talking about stuff we wanted to do for Joe and Kayla. It's a little bit tricky for them because they kind of live in the middle of nowhere. So, like, our first go-to thing after being parents is giving people food. We want to give them hot food. Joe and Kayla, um, like, where we live, there's delivery from everywhere. Like, from McDonald's to pizza to, like, fancy Italian restaurants. And for Joe and Kayla, I'm not sure they have a lot of food delivery for them. So, we've been talking, like, we were talking about alternatives. You know, if you can't drop off a hot meal, which we definitely can. They just live a little bit farther away from us. Um, I think even things like well, it's a 30 day wagon ride from our house to their house. So it takes crossing the, the forge. Yeah. We have to forge forging the river. the river, getting dysentery. Mm-hmm. Do you think everyone knows about Oregon trail? Like, was that just a, like very small niche thing or I have spent enough time on the internet to safely assume everybody knows about like, Oregon do pe- trail. Did people in Australia play that growing up or is this just an American oh, thing? Here it is. Jake, write us in let us know. Did you know about the Oregon Trail video game? Did you have to play it in elementary school? Because literally everybody did. It wasn't a video did. game. It was a computer game. That's a video game, No, that was, there, was a, there was PC games, and then video games came after that. Don't, don't mix these up, because they're different. Now don't look at me. Now we're going to have to have Kevin on to debate with you about when video games I don't want to debate started. with Kevin. Yeah, because you'll lose. <laughs> I don't think so, but I just... He probably knows Kevin's like one of those people who would go on Jeopardy and just knows a bunch of stuff. And I think he'll be very flattered you said that. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so let's transition into what not to do. I think. Wait, uh, hang on. Let me say oh. like, like anything to know that you're thinking of. Like, even if it's not food, I was thinking like sending flowers is nice. Like they're not helpful, but it would be nice to be like, oh, that was so sweet. They like thought of us. Those brighten my day. You know, like it doesn't. Food is not the only option. I'm glad you said flowers because I would think that if you're going to send flowers, like... Well, I thought about edible arrangements, which would be great too, but I think just letting people know that you're there, letting them know you're happy for them without imposing yourself upon them. I mean, you could always record a podcast and tell them that you're happy about them too. 
you. Joe and Kayla were so happy about you guys. <laughs> so let's transition into what not to do. I think uh, it's another big topic um, of what not to do. And this one's even more dependent on the couple's preferences, right? Because I think the, the what to do is fairly simple, right? Now I'm going to send them some food. I'm going to send yeah. them a gift, whatever it is. But the what not to do is is a little bit harder. Yeah, you definitely have to know people because I know that some things that are big don't do's for us. Some other people might be like, oh my gosh, absolutely. Like, that's my must do. So I think one of my big, like, don't do's is don't um, make things contingent on you hanging out. Like, if you're going to drop a meal off, don't invite yourself in to hang out and hold the baby. You know, like, if they offer that, that's great. But don't be like, hey, I'm bringing over food. I can't wait to hold the baby. Because then you're making, the, you're offering help and then like being a burden as well. So like I'd appreciate if somebody was like, hey, I'm going to drop off food. And that gives me the chance to be like, would you like to come in and hold the baby? Or thank you so much. I really appreciate mm. the meal. Because I know for me, those, I mean, postpartum is just so difficult. And I think as parents in any country, but especially here, you just get so little time at home like there's not maternity or paternity leave so your time at home with your newborn is precious and i think people need to respect that you might not want them in the house that's a great point uh feeling out too how comfortable people are with you holding their baby um i think for non-parents and I, i i did this absolutely before before we had a kid is i underestimated what the actual like attachment that the mom has to the baby right after they're born right well the dad yeah this uh, i shouldn't under understate how attached dad is but you know you spend nine months carrying this baby in your belly and suddenly they're not in your belly anymore and there's i mean there's almost a feeling of loss there right so you want to i mean you just grew them and birthed them and then people are like hey hope you're well can i hold your baby and for me it's like no absolutely not like this is my i would like to hold the baby i just grew in birth it's like taking you credit in the group in the group yeah. project when you haven't done any of the work right exactly it's just and when you're already exhausted emotionally and physically you shouldn't you don't want anyone to put you in a position where you have to deny them that mm-hmm. i just think you should always be coming from a place of like at least asking or never assuming you know like non-assumptive help yeah for sure and always finding a way to make the new parents the most comfortable that's yes i mean because everyone is different you know like do what they want respect their wishes some people like i know some people thrive on people helping like that baby comes out and they want their parents there holding the baby so they can shower you know Mm -hmm. they want people in the house they like miss people they want to show off their baby and that's great but i don't think you should assume that's the case you know unless you're told from the couple otherwise yeah it's always safer to be it's always safer to be on the other side of it and and assume you know that they'll ask you to hold when they're ready versus oh let me just assume that you want me to hold your baby yeah especially like in a time of a pandemic i know this comes up literally every episode and it has for 69 episodes nice but i just think it's a good lesson for the future too you know like just germs and stuff you especially have a thing against germs. I mean, they're they're out there, you know. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and I I want to talk a little bit more about like the whole goal of this experience is making the parents as comfortable as possible. 
I mean, between... Well, because it's not about you. Yeah. It's about the baby and the family. And... I know I keep going back because I think people who've had kids kind of understand what it's like. You definitely, I mean, cause I definitely didn't know before we had kids. Yeah. Like I, like when my sister had her babies, like I couldn't understand why she didn't want us there the next day doing stuff, you know? But as soon as we had been and the thought of people coming over, I was like, Oh hell no. And now I totally get it. So I feel like as a parent, you view it a little differently than people who might not have kids. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, it is. It, it's one of the weirdest times in your life because you don't sleep. And I know I joke a lot and, and Joe and I have both joked about like, oh, we don't sleep and how tired we are. But if you go back and listen to the episode we recorded right after Ben was born, I mean, it was almost a week later and I still don't think I had my thoughts straight because we were only sleeping like an hour and a half at a time. No. And Ben had been like, was born in the middle of the night. Like Mm -hmm. what was that? Like it was two in the morning, two in the morning. So then we didn't sleep, you know, until like 8am the next morning. And then we didn't sleep at all in the hospital. And then we came home and we're like, Oh, can't wait to sleep. And then found out that newborns don't really sleep. So we had been sleeping, you know, like literally like four or five hours well, a day. And then we found out like one year olds don't sleep and one and a half year olds don't He's sleep. He's actually pretty good now. Getting don't, better. I don't want to jinx it, but <laughs> it's not like we did not ever sleep. We, there was no time to do anything. Like it was constantly, we also had no idea what we were doing. So if we were in those, those shoes, we were we, knowing what we know now, it might've mm-hmm. been different, but we were very tired. We were, ugh, it's so hard. So that brings me to my last thing that that sentence you just said, which is put ourselves in Joe and Kayla's shoes. What would we want from our friends and family mm-hmm. um, once we have a second baby? And I definitely think that Joe and Kayla are a little more social than we are. Like Joe, especially he's like a pretty extroverted person. Well, yeah, I don't like people at all. So <laughs> like, I think we could be fine. Like during the pandemic when we didn't see people for a while, like we, we were thriving for a few months. We were playing a Minecraft server together. We were living large. But um, some people, like, Joe loves seeing people. And he, like, I think Joe would be, I mean, I can't speak for how he actually feels, but I would think if we drove out there to see them and just dropped food off on the porch and didn't say anything, I think he'd be sad, you know. But I do think you have to take that into account, too. Yeah, we talk a lot about getting energy from certain places. I say we. I talk a lot about getting energy from certain places. Um. And that's the, another time and energy of the two things you don't have anymore as a parent and the ways you're looking to save either mm-hmm. one of those. Especially with, like, more kids. Like yes. Two, three, four. And At, keep, you just keep adding, you know, yeah. you just keep taking away time and energy you didn't think you had. Um, and I, I... The best, like, I think about what we would like. I think a cleaning person, again, would be absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, that was super thoughtful. It's so thoughtful, and it's so hard. And I've, I mean, that's a really hard thing. Not everybody's going to do that. So You I know what they also get... have here that I saw on TikTok is, like, a laundry service. Do you get all of your information from TikTok? Well, I get a lot. I okay. get a lot. Don't you? I mean, sure. There's, like, I'm also a laundry on Twitter, service. So. Twitter does, Twitter's just hate speech. It's not real information. But you basically just bag all of your laundry up and... You put it on your porch and someone picks it up and does all your laundry and folds it and brings they it fold back. fold it for you? Yes. Man. 
And it sounds like it's just like normal people. Like I could do this as a side gig. There's obviously like stipulations. Like you have to have certain washing machines and you have to use certain detergent and no pets in your house and stuff. You know, we don't fold our own laundry. So like we can't no. just add more people's laundry to but this. But it's very inexpensive. And I feel like like paying for that service for someone would be like really nice. Yeah, that, that's a that really good idea. Because that saves you a lot of time, especially people like us who just pile. I mean, we used to be really good on laundry. But now that we have Ben, who's just always laundry. I feel like that's a really good three shirts gift. a day benjamin yeah like house cleaning laundry folding mm-hmm. um food food finding a way to not have to do dishes i'm not saying like you guys don't have to come over and and do our dishes i for mean us. well well if somebody offered though like <laughs> <laughs> um but i mean finding the food go, going back to the food thing but like you know ordering food for somebody that yeah you know doesn't have to require dishes either or yeah, you know, things like, like the that. pizza was like really the pizza, great. the casserole where you could use, you know, yeah, that was same... super easy. Mm-hmm. So th- those kinds of things I would look forward to next time. Yeah, definitely. It's so hard when you don't know what, like, you want to help but you don't know what to do. And I feel like those are good ideas. And I'll be interested to see too when Joe comes back from his paternity leave. Um, is he getting paid from the podcast, by the way, for his leave? Uh, we are an inclusive podcast. Yes, we do. We do have paternity leave. The normal rate, uh, for paternity leave. So, and we have unlimited PTO. So, well, that's great. I'm so happy for you guys. Um, I'll be interested to see what Joe says was really helpful this time around with a second baby because obviously it's different with like they have Cora. Yeah. So now they have two child's needs to be met. So I like I think it would be helpful for um like Kayla's parents and his mom to like take Cora and spend the day with her. So like stuff like that, you know? So I don't know. I'll be interested if the same kinds of things, like when we had one baby, we just wanted like food and a clean house. We just need help with stuff like that. But when you have a second kid, do you, do those needs change? You know, obviously you still want food in a clean house, but do those fall farther down on the list when you have more responsibility, I guess. That's a really great point because, uh, I mean, we talk about now, uh, I, I was talking to um, someone the other day about, I don't know if having a second kid means you have all the responsibilities of first kid taught, you know, tacked on to a second mm-hmm. kid, or if it's like a little bit more because you're already doing all of that for I feel like people kid. think different things because there's mm-hmm. some people who say like the transition from zero to one was the hardest. And some people who say the transition from one to two is the hardest. And I don't know. I feel like we thought it was pretty hard to transition oh, yeah. from zero to one, like a total lifestyle shift. So I'm hoping that, you know, we maintain that. From like when we two. have a next kid, we're like, oh, yeah, like zero we're already to one. doing the kid thing, right? Like yeah. we're already doing all the kids. I stuff feel like that or... was the hardest thing mm-hmm. for us, like adjusting that piece of our lifestyle. But now we know what it's like. We always have to pack. Everyone needs diapers. Everyone needs to their stuff for the rest. You know, like I think I'm just going to put boxes of diapers in the car and people are gonna be like where's the diaper i'm gonna be like just go shopping in the trunk that's my that's my strategy for that's your strategy that's how you live with your car i always thought you'd be a clean car person Mm -mm. you're you're a live out of the car kind of guy yeah my my dad and my brother are both like meticulous car people they need super clean cars they love cars they love cars and i am you you like cars i enjoy cars i know a lot about cars from working in the automotive industry for so long um I what do you mean automotive industry like because I worked at with Meritor. GM and I worked okay. with Meritor and stuff like okay. that um and so you know I know a lot about axles well I know okay I just do. checking I know, okay. I know a lot about axles too <laughs> um but 
I enjoy nice cars, but I'm not like a car car aficionado. aficionado. That's a, yeah, that's a great way. Wait, say that again. Aficionado. 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 I think you'd say it's or either sh- way. Aficionado. Aficionado. <laughs> no, no, that was a bad one. <laughs> there. Um, I uh, but no, I I think. That's how we're gonna live our our second kid. I'm just gonna pack the car full of everything we need, and then you we'll always have it with us. You can pack your car full of everything you need. Jokes on you! All the cars are my cars. Um, actually, no. That is true. I own my car. You don't own your car yet. The bank lets me live out of my car and the okay. house and the house. Yeah, I don't own anything. The bank <laughs> just lets me live out of these things. I was thinking today we had someone come to our house asking for money for something, and I like wish I had just answered the door and been like, "Listen, lady." We have student loans. We don't own the Jeep. We don't own our house. Like, who are you to be asking us for money? Like, do we look like we have money to give you? Like, go to the container house across the street. Go to Backpack Blower Guy. He owns his house. He owns a Backpack Blower. I mean, if you own a Backpack Blower, that's the symbol of wealth we'll never get to. I, I don't know. What are they, like, 500 bucks? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. like, I just don't know. That or- leads me to another thing that I saw on TikTok. Of course. I saw a TikTok that was, like, dad's important tools in the winter and he went outside and there was snow and he had his regular leaf blower like yours and was trying to like blow off the snow and he was like nope too wet and he like went and put the blower back in and came out with an electric shovel yeah i watched and oh my god i was like what we're we need an electric shovel that's like a dad thing to own this is big dad energy i am not opposed to getting an electric shovel can i tell you why why because you're lazy no okay well i mean yes but not just that because your back hurts? Yes. Is that really it's it? That's literally it. I So we got snow maybe about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago now. Yeah. We got like a significant amount of snow and I had to go shovel the sidewalk and our little patio area out the back door. And I got about halfway done with the sidewalk and I started limping because my back hurt so bad. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? I'm 28 years old. Just let the record old. show, yes, you're not even 30. Not even 30. I'm not even knocking on 30's door yet. I mean, I'm 28 a bit, and a half. Yeah, I think an electric shovel saves you time. Like, we're not going to buy a snowblower because global warming. True. Like, why would we need that? I mean, we should just buy a backpack blower. Like, how much does an electric shovel cost? Like, 40 bucks or? No, I it's got to be way more than that. Because if it's, it's, like, close to, you know, if it's, like, a $300 thing, it can't be. But then I'd say, let's just do it. Fuck it. Let's buy the backpack blower and you guys can compete. You can blow his snow. He can blow yours. Uh, this this <laughs> has turned into something else. I man, I don't I don't know where you're. Joe's heading. not here, so I, I know, had to this is, take your. This is taking a turn. Uh, well, with that, let's wrap up. I think this was a, a good little uh, good little episode. At least it was fun for us. I don't know if anybody else is gonna care, but it was fun for us. I feel like, I mean, I like listening to us. Yeah, me too. We're you do. We well, are. I like listening to me. Linda and Heather, best friends. Stop TikToking me in the middle of our podcast. I'm trying to get you to like engage in one. I like can't think of. Do you want me to sing? No, please don't. You <laughs> you did it all the warm up. You I've almost had, just did it, didn't you? I've had like a tick this whole time where I just like want to break out in in song. Like in having so Jared's microphone is like one of those. I like to me it's like a recording studio microphone. Mm-hmm. It's a long arm. Like if you've ever watched the videos on YouTube, you can see it and. When I teach, I just use the microphone on my computer. So it's not like I have something like this. 
So when I'm down here, I feel like a professional. It's so exciting. That's why I bought it, so I can feel professional while I do Do you it. feel professional? Of course I do. Do you guys feel professional when you talk about, like, shoveling your snow and grilling and stuff? And changing baby diapers, yeah. Professional all the time. I can't wait for summer content from you guys. I can't wait for summer. I need to grill some vegetables. But you just ranked summer low last week, so. You're right. I can't wait for spring. Spring is nice, but here's the problem for us is that our yard is a mud pit already in this winter. Like, I'm dreading spring because the dog is going to, it's just going to be disgusting. I'm going to have to reseed the whole thing, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, at this point, we just need to dig it all up and start over. But the pro will Let's be grilling. Let's the house down start over again. I mean, that's how you felt when the spider fell on you, you, have no you idea. the other day. But I feel like I'm looking forward to grilling content from you guys. Joe's hibachiing. We gotta convince. I know Joe, Joe to just do had hibachi a kid, but yeah, I want some. I want to go to Joe's for hibachi night. Hibachi at Joe's. Can't wait for Joe to, listen to get to listen. T-shirts. We're laying expectations on him. I know. I want a lot from Joe right now. Yeah, let's I make want a him list. to make we'll hibachi make, you for know us. What? We'll buy them some food, but we'll include our our list of our demands. With demands. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want hibachi from Joe. I want tacos again from Joe. Agreed. I liked those cauliflower tacos he made. He um, says those are his pride and joy. Joe and I have talked for a long time about making kimchi. And that hasn't happened yet, so I'd like to do that. He's a little busy. I'd like jambalaya, red beans and rice. I'll make a list. Let's hire Joe as a personal chef. Do you think Joe would be good at that? I don't know. How's $5 an hour? Maybe like 14 Like a babysitting rate. 14 a day? Sure. Like oh, four, like 14 oh, an, hour. an hour. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's a We budget. can't afford that. That's yeah, too steep. Yeah, I think that's too steep. Like, what about a grocery ref- like? He'll buy the groceries. Are we paying for them? You know, like mm, that's there's a, a lot to think about. That's a good point. We'll have to do the math, do the numbers. I know. We definitely will. Well, Catherine, thanks for coming on. You're welcome, Jared. Can I sing now? No. I just feel like there's so many things I need to say on the podcast, and this is my opportunity. Like, I'm trying to remember everything you've said the last 69 episodes, and I'm like, nice. like you know, <laughs> stop. My sister said I should have a segment every week after Jared says something about me called Katie Sets It Straight. Where I correct what you said wrong, but now that I'm on the podcast, I can't think of anything you, you said have wrong. Thirty seconds to talk about whatever you want to talk about. About whatever I want to talk about. Go now. Oh my god! Now that I'm under pressure, can I sing? No. Oh god! <laughs> it's like I need to do it. Um. Wow. What do I want to say? What are my hobbies? What do I like? Where can the people find you? Where can the people find me? I don't want the people to find me on the internet. <laughs> right. That's not something I want. If you're internet hidden, that's fine. Um, could you guys like engage with the Instagram and the Facebook more? Could Jared tweet more? Could everyone send us DM us pictures of their pets? That would That's be fun. That's a good one. Everyone DM us pictures of your pets. That would be nice, especially if you have like a cute dog or a cat. Um, I don't really have anything else. What else do you guys want to hear chinchilla. from Kayla? I love looking at pictures of chinchillas. Little fluff balls. Mm-hmm. What else do you guys want to hear from Kayla and me? Should we do a big mom energy? For episode like 60, no, 70, 75. Yep. Every I gave five you a full episodes. minute. That's it. Oh, thanks, honey. You're welcome. Me, because me I love you. Stop it. Fall. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Obviously, every week. I know this week's a little bit crazy uh, with Joe being on paternity leave and everything like that. But uh, we uh, we appreciate you guys stopping by. And we appreciate playing the app for letting us uh, be on their podcast network. Uh, they have a bunch of really cool shows out there right now. I think Detroit Strange is one of my favorite podcast so and obviously kevin's is really good too mm, best, best song, song ever. ever kevin and luke um yeah come back listen every week hopefully joe's not gone 
too long because I don't think Jared will allow me to do too many episodes and no one wants to hear an hour of Jared ad-libbing by himself. You say that, but there, there are people, there's, there's a, market a market for that. I tell you what, if you haven't yet, go follow us on social media. We're at Big Dead Energy Pond on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on Facebook if you just look up Big Dead Energy. Uh, and, you know, thanks you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it every week. Uh, Catherine, thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Can I say the closing line? You can say the closing line. I'm Jared Schmansky. And I'm Catherine Schmansky. Remember, click your tones twice before you use them. Dead. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.